Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. It is Sunday, October 3rd, and I am here with my co-host, who I'm now going to put on the ground. She wants to play with her little brother this morning. So uh, as we get started, a couple of quick announcements. Uh, first and foremost, we have two people to congratulate. Let's congratulate Dana, and let's congratulate Lacey for doing the work closing on their first or next rental property. Uh, again, congratulations, Lacey and Dana. Your cards will go in the mail today, but I guess they will technically go out tomorrow. Yeah, you might actually hear my puppies uh, playing over there. They're making a lot of noise. Nothing I could do. They're having a good time. Uh, a couple of quick announcements. Again, the second book is out. Uh, I actually got hardcover copies printed. Uh, it's something that Amazon now... Uh, puts out there. And I got to tell you, it feels like a really solid book, right? This book's almost 300 pages. I'm actually pretty glad I got these printed in hard copy. A uh, little more expensive, but um, I got to tell you, I'm going to get a bunch of these for my bookshelf. So uh, it just feels pretty solid. And of course, the paperback. Uh, and you have the Kindle version. Some of you asked for the Kindle version. It's a process. We submitted it. Uh, and I think it was active yesterday morning. So uh, pretty exciting stuff on the one rental at a time front. We, I got three hard copies printed. Very happy with these. I think I'm going to go get hardcover copies of my first book now that I've seen how these look. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Anyways, when we are talking about... I should put these over here so the dogs don't chew on them. Ah, hey, leave those alone. Sorry about that. Got to pick stuff up off the ground now because otherwise the dogs will chew on it. Uh, so as we are talking about the uh, Sunday daily financial news, a couple of things hit me. Uh, I'm going to close on China. I now kind of have my thoughts better than yesterday. Uh, so we'll, we'll give you my opinions there. But the first thing we have to talk about is uh, the government, D.C. And let's be very clear, it's the Democrats. The Democrats don't agree. And um, thus, they've had to delay the vote on both the hard infrastructure and uh, everything else. And now they've targeted a date of October 31st. This tells me a couple of things. Um, this tells me a couple of things. One, um, how do I want to say this? Uh, when you have a very skinny majority, you need everybody in the boat to get something through. And that's, that's hard to do, right? They have, uh, as they, they say, not me, centrists and liberals, far left, socialist, you know, kinds. And I have to imagine getting all of them on board is uh, difficult. But without a doubt, I fully expect them to spend lots and lots of our money. Uh, don't be confused. They will say it's paid for with taxes. They have to do that. It's called budget reconciliation, which means any new spending has to be zero. It's math. It's funky math. Don't believe it. Inflation is a tax. 
and this will increase inflation. Uh, why do I say that so confidently? Because labor is going up. All of this spending will just be more labor, more demand on labor. And of course, if you raise taxes on companies, do you think they just eat it? No, folks, they raise the top line so they can pay for the bottom line. This is all inflationary. I wish uh, the powers that be would admit it. Then we can get on to saying, is it worth it or not? Uh, but yeah, this, this is coming. When we look ahead uh, to next week, Friday is the big day. Friday might be the biggest day of the month. So we'll get to that in a minute. On Monday, uh, we should start to hear the debt ceiling a lot more because what happened is we funded the government last week, which shocking self-preservation, it's disgusting. Second, we delayed any spending um, until October 31st. So that leaves one scary monster out there, and that is the debt ceiling. I believe Janet Yellen said the 18th, might have been the 17th. I don't know. Think mid-October. So that has to be priority number one, has to be priority number one. I still have this very uneasy feeling that we're going to use a loophole called the trillion dollar coin. And I think that's going to feel good for a second. And then the whole market goes wonky and maybe even the U.S. gets downgraded. I think, I think using a loophole is crazy. Frankly, I don't know why we have a debt limit. I mean, a ceiling. I don't know seems like they're just going to raise it all the time anyway, so why put us through this? But, yep, I think Monday we should start hearing about the debt ceiling. Tuesday, we start getting earnings from Q3. We're going to start to see how good the customer is doing, what's going on with inflation, and I do not expect either answer to be very good. We start off with PepsiCo. Uh, PepsiCo is obviously, most of them know for Pepsi, but they're also a huge snack brand, right? Frito-Lay and the like. And I don't know if you know this, but a lot of the cost of those bags of chips and Doritos or whatever they are uh, is shipping, right? Because it's just a big bag of light calories or whatever you want to call it. And uh, when shipping goes up, that kind of falls to the bottom line pretty hard because it's, it's, that's a lot of shipping costs, right? Also, we're going to start to hear about uh, Europe economic data. Uh, where's inflation? Where's their consumers? All of that stuff. Uh, so a lot of stuff going on. Wednesday, we get a couple more reports. We get Levi's and Constellation Brands. Levi's is obviously denim per mostly. And what we are going to see is, are we in a denim cycle? Are people coming out of app leisure uh, going into denim? Because yes, we are going back to work. Don't know. We're going to see. And then Constellation Brands. Again, same deal. What is going on with the consumer? What is going on with raw material? Shipping all of that, I suspect we will hear about inflation from Constellation Brands as well. Thursday, ConAgra Brands, think uh, packaged foods, kind of the same deal as Pepsi, uh, more you know, pantry and, and kind of stocking. We're going to see what's going on there. Again, I do not expect good news. And again, remember what I talked about, I think it was Friday. For 12 months, we we, if you're a stock market investor, you have been spoiled. For 12 months, 81 to 83% of the S&P 500 beat expectations. That is not normal. I believe we are heading into an economic cycle where disappointment and forecast lowering will become the norm. 
that will eventually hit psyche, that eventually hit PE ratios, and eventually could hit the market. And then Friday, the biggest number of the week and probably the biggest number of the month, jobs. How many jobs did we create in September? If it's too many, if it's too few, we need kind of a Goldilocks number. Uh, you know, I'm going to put some thoughts together on what I think it might be, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. But yes, non-farm payroll is going to be the number of the week and probably the number of the month. Uh, if you're not following John Burns on Twitter, you need to be doing that. John Burns Real Estate Consulting. They put out these great charts. Uh, at least I find them on Twitter. I don't know if they put them somewhere else. Uh, but they published a graph of the search term, Google search term, home improvement. Interesting. It looks like the search term home improvement peaked uh, last August, last July or August, and now is 78% below the peak and actually 69% year to date. What do I do with this data? Well, I wonder what's going on at Home Depot and Lowe's, flipping, you know, are we still kind of, you know, cleaning up our nest or have we already done all of that in what is going on? So again, I look at that data and think Home Depot and Lowe's, we'll see what happens. Uh, it looks like James Bond movies coming out. I don't know if anybody saw it. If you have, let us know. What'd you think? Uh, I didn't know this. The James Bond film, what do you call it? Collection? I don't know. Uh, has done $6.9 billion worldwide. First movie was 1962 with Dr. No. I have a question for you. Let's see if we can get some audience participation. Who is your favorite James Bond actor? Leave comments below. I can tell you Olivia loved Pierce Brosnan. Uh, I'd have to think about mine. I'm not sure. It's not Pierce. Probably not Pierce because uh, Olivia likes him so much, but that's a, that's just a guy thing. I think Sean Connery would probably be my favorite, but uh, yeah, I think Sean Connery. So now let's talk. Oh, one more thing. Shipping. Shipping is uh, not working out. It looks like uh, shipping from China to the West Coast, uh, the cost of a single container has doubled. 20586 This is why I talk about inflation. This is why I talk about Frito-Lay. It's just a problem. Uh, for example, of the backlog, on September 1st, there were 40 container ships uh, in Southern California off LA and Long Beach. Now there are 73. That is going the wrong direction. We have a problem, a snafu, if you will. So now let's talk about China. Uh, as I talked about in the beginning, I've been thinking about for a little while, and what I'm putting out there now, and it's way early, I think China real estate, meaning residential real estate, is going to crash. I do. Uh, I think um, Evergrande is going to be a blip. I think they have hard assets versus toxic paper. I don't, I don't see a Lehman moment for the company. Uh, I think the company will be gone. It won't exist in uh, 30, 45, 60 days. It will be broken up and... Um, sold as parts, if you will. And again, the company um, won't be the trigger, but what is going to be the trigger is the confidence of the Chinese consumer. All economies, even managed ones like um, China, rely on the consumers to believe, they need to believe in what is going on. And when the consumer or the citizens don't believe or are fearful or don't like, they retreat and I believe what is going to happen is very quickly the overinflated Chinese real estate market is going to get whacked. It is going to get hit hard. 
I do not know their systems. I don't know if they have REOs and foreclosures or anything of that nature. Uh, but the Chinese citizens are going to be buying a lot. They're going to be fire selling the extras because, again, if you read up on the Chinese middle class, they own real estate. It's kind of their thing, just like us in 2005 and six. Everybody's talking about it. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. And now people are going to be going, I don't have as much money. I need to sell my second or third. And they're not going to see a very liquid market. Confidence is fragile. Confidence has been broken. And honestly, again, I don't know anything about a communist or socialist economy. I'm lucky enough not to grow up in that, although sometimes it feels like we're headed that way. I don't know what they could do to, to exude confidence. You need, you need to be confident to, to buy a house, a home. I don't care if it's in California or China. And I just don't see it. I think, I think China economy is it's going to be painful. What they are doing quickly is not going to be fun. That's, that's what I think is happening. Um, yeah, China is not the economic engine that maybe a lot of the world thought it was with, you know, 8, 9, 10% GDP all the time. It was um, highly leveraged. And uh, yeah, I, I, then the question becomes, if the Chinese consumer retreats, what happens to us? I haven't really worked that out yet, but what we are talking about is a very deep and liquid debt market. I actually think there is going to be less investments in China. China doesn't like foreign capital. It's not going to treat foreign capital well. I think China repels foreign capital. I think China eventually kicks out U.S. companies, at least at some level, which means the world is awash in cash. It probably gets parked in U.S. dollars, so I think the U.S. dollar gets stronger. Uh, I think uh, Powell, whether he is the next or there's a new Fed president, has uh, a strong dollar versus a weak dollar at their back. Uh, so, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I see going on. So hope you like that. Hopefully we will be speaking with Laura Morby at 8 o'clock. I have not got confirmation. But if you watched uh, Laura and Pace Morby and the whole crew at Triple Digit Flip yesterday like I did, it is... Um, it was fun, right? They did the Animal House. And if we speak with Laura, we'll talk about the lessons learned from the Animal House and all of that. And again, one more time, let's congratulate people doing the work and closing deals. Lacey and, oops, upside down. Dana, congratulations. Don't forget to subscribe, like, leave comments, and tell me your favorite Bond character. Bye.